it's episode 122. It's Manfred's Silver Hammer. Why is it silver? Uh, it's I feel like it's like a rusted. It's like a rusted hammer. It probably is. It's a sickle. Uh, it's like a sickle. What, what's the hammer that the <laughs> Russians use in their communist propaganda flags? Yeah, no, the hammer and sickle for sure. Yeah. Uh, he's Pat. My name's James, and it's been a, it's been a while because nothing, absolutely nothing, has happened. How you been? Good. I feel like we are at our best when nothing's going on, and we we remember that that. When there's nothing going on, that's when we should be doing shows because we get to talk about all the other shit that we usually don't have time to get to. That's true, but and, and this being like the the better part of the of the show that that remains to be seen. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, how are we with Astros fandom like right now? Uh, I I have I have crossed the the threshold into. Us first, everybody. Fuck the world. <laughs> because that's the only. Because that's the only option. I. It's it like. Really it's not like there's. I. I don't. I don't have like some weird like Neanderthalish pride. Like yeah, we cheat. We're the worst. Come take it from. Like it's not that. But it's just like this is the team I root for. Like I. I don't. I, I don't have a choice. Take up arms. That's a really good point. Like, I, and, and I, I think my thing has been like, I, I was a, I, I loved this team before all this crap happened, and now all this crap is happening, and I'm gonna be a fan after whoever gets suspended for the rest of their life, and whoever gets bounced from baseball. Like, I, I, no, I'm, I'm in. Like for the long haul. Like that's, that's how this goes. It's a gift and a curse. Yeah, it really, it really is. Like it's. And, 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 and someone asked me like how do you, someone was was very real and someone who's not an Astros fan was was very real and said how how does this whole like stealing signs and like banging on trash cans thing like how does that affect you and I'm like I, I kind of found out it, it's it's sort of like finding out that Santa Claus isn't real what and, did you just Santa Claus isn't real what do you mean hey, hey uh, some someone Someone there was a Tom Verducci said that Santa Claus wasn't real. That's oh, then that must be real. If it's yeah, if if, if Verducci and Drellick have, have teamed up to to <laughs> to write to write a thank piece, John Boy's making videos about reindeers on roofs. <laughs> got John Boy, got all of the athletic writing thank pieces about Santa Claus not being real. That makes more sense than all this nonsense. But okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I mean. You know, I've never been a fan of a team that won anything. And then I, I sort of find out that, you know, hey, maybe they were kind of cheating some. Like, it, it, it's not it's not the best, but, but I would, like, again, I, I mean, how many games did, did we watch in 2013, 2014? And, like, and that was the, 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 2017 was the most fun time to be an Astros fan. And... Yeah. 2015, 2015 was pretty fun, man. 2015 was really fun. Because that, because I mean, a, bunch it, of that, a bunch of dudes that didn't seem like they would be heroes became heroes. Yeah, that, that uh, and, and, and I love baseball, so the, the joy never really left. But those, the, the 2012, 2013, it, it was not great. So that 2015 team really, like, that really brought my love of baseball and the Astros back. 
I was you, like, I, oh, I, shit. I was like, I forgot there's a chance that, that you can win. Hey, it's me, Kobe Rasmus. We're in, joining a militia, eating raccoon meat. Or oh, he's Jack, Jun- Junction Jack meat. Um, yeah, Kobe Rasmus. But just but just winning that game at Yankee Stadium, it was like, that was as much of a World Series win for me as anything else. Real talk. That was, that was, yeah. No, that, that game was a That was fun. David and Goliath. That was slaying the giant. Yeah, no, for sure. Yes, yes, absolutely. So there were there were great time there were great things happening. I mean, I, I, yeah, from 2015 on, and great granted, 2016 was not the best, but the you know the latter half of this decade has been as a prominent of a uh, of a baseball team as as ever has ever been. All, all scandals aside, the Astros have been. I mean, the best team since 2015. I mean, there's the Red Sox, there's the Dodgers. The Yankees are up there. But, I mean, they're, they're, they're in the talk. If it's not, the, it's probably the Red Sox because they won too. But, um, but then fell off. The Astros were, they won there. They, they lost in the ALCS, went back, went back to the ALCS, won the pennant, went back to the World Series. I mean, that's a run right there from 2015 on. ESPN asked, uh, they had a column this morning, uh, I, I think it was this morning, that uh, this morning being December 30th, that was like, what team exemplifies this decade in, in Major League Baseball? And and I can't remember who exactly w- were the authors, but, but basically they were like, it's it's the Astros. Yeah. The, the team that, that stripped it down. And and were absolutely god awful in order to get back as quickly as they could, and it was basically like an all scandals aside. Like, no, that the Astros exemplify what the last ten years of baseball have been. Uh, and you know, and and that's why, and and I think that that's why the the scandal hurts. The uh, the PR blowback behind it is actually to to me is worse than the actual act. And uh, because they did do that, they they wrote a blueprint on how to turn around a meddling franchise. Or, because the Astros were they weren't garbage, they were mediocre. And I think the hardest jump f- for a franchise is to be mid level, mid level salary, uh, or mid level mid level payroll, and uh, just enough to win, but not enough to win a World Series, and not enough bad to stack draft picks. So they were like, "Let's expedite this." They, I mean, they changed. They revolutionized. They revolutionized baseball. So yes. I mean, so for them to be labeled as cheaters, they've been doing great things, at least in terms of baseball for 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 this decade to get to where they were. So it just puts a big, big damper on it. Yeah, because they did so much work to get there, and and it was front office to scouting to minor leagues to drafting to execution on the field. So many great things had to happen, and then we're talking about banging fucking trash cans. I mean, give me a fucking break. Yeah, no, no, we're talking about the the manager from the Mets and the manager from the Red Sox, like pulling together to to create some some bullshit. And 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 and, and this is something that we'll we'll probably debate. As long as this show goes, is is which the, is forever. Yeah, this will it will go forever. Pretty soon we'll be rich and we'll be the Jim Romes of that. We'll, the show will just be about the Astros and be like, why? How do they have a show? Nobody cares. 
<laughs> still, still be the seven hundred listeners that we get. <laughs> they got re- they, the Astros got really into the Texas League. Like I don't understand. Yeah, we got, like, we're playing we're playing the hooks the and the yeah the, the Astros. The Astros beat the San Antonio Missions thirty seven to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They clinched. They clinched the Texas League South crown on on June first. Oh yeah, in a consolation in a uh, consolidation game, they're playing the Sugarland Skeeters, and they beat them seven hundred and twenty-seven to nothing. <laughs> the old the guy that used to play left field for Elkins was zero for thirty-seven, could not get a base hit. <laughs> yeah, every yeah, just a combined no hitter. Everybody, it was the first game in, in history of baseball where every single player got a hit. <laughs> like they had to call it because they just nobody got out ever. It was so. Anyway, so let me, let me ask you this: uh, because it's the end of a decade and whatnot, what what Astros game before? And we we sort of, maybe we have already answered this question, but like what game before September first, twenty seventeen, with which is now the Justin Verlander era of of Astros lore? What game sticks out to you in your mind? Wait, before you're saying before 2017? No, before September 1st, 2017. Like what? Um, okay, well before, then before the Verlin, before Harvey, before the Verlin. Okay, race, well then like, uh mine's going to be well well part we part of my answer we did answer that 2015 that that wild card win for Dallas Keuchel at Yankee Stadium was as incredible of a moment as in just as a uh, an Astros fan as I as I can recall. White Sox great. Dallas Keuchel. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So there was that, and then I'm gonna go the uh, the tarp game, the Memorial Day Miracle in, in Minnesota. That's the one I was gonna pick. That I game. That fun. game was just there was magic, and it was just it went from just dire straits and like what? Why are they tarping it? What is this delay? They're trying to screw it. Like just and then everything just went awry. Yeah. For for Minnesota, and it was just uh, and we ended up like have owning them for like a few games where it was like. 40-something runs to none. We were just absolutely drumming the Minnesota Twins for the uh, for a, a short duration there. But uh, th- th- that game that game was uh, – ha- had to be it. I was thinking – that, that was the game I was going to pick. And, and, again, we didn't talk about this beforehand. Um, but, I mean, that's, but a game that's, that's a game that stands out, though. Just the game where you're like, oh, crap, this season might be something special. That was the first. That was the first moment in 2017 where I I caught the magic. Yeah. That w- that was the first moment that was like it did feel special. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and there were a few other moments. And if we were professionals and if we took time to to do show prep and prepare and research and have answers, this show would be so much better. <laughs> thank God. Thank God we don't do that. So yeah, this is all. This is. And I wonder if anybody thinks that we're lying, that this really isn't off the cuff. Everything we, we've never done, I, I think we've come in with talking points before, but I, we've never had a pre-show meeting. We've never, we, I mean, we've may, we may have like run something biased, but we've never really prepped, which I, I think is, is, is beautiful because it is all off the cuff answers. But when you have to come up with something on the fly in your, in your recording and there's all these stuff to come up again. There's a little pressure on it, but I, I, I think that everybody would agree that that was a uh, non non postseason. That was a monumental game. Um, and then, and if it's pre Harvey, I mean, I, I think the the Mets coming in here right after Harvey Harvey pitching, and then them just drumming the Mets. That was a uh, that was a regular season 2017 magical game. And and shout out shout out to the Mets for for saying like, hey, take take a day. And and go like hand out water 
and Bibles and whatnot, and then we'll play a doubleheader on Saturday. Like, that was real stand-up at the Mets, and that's yeah. an organization that's not known for being stand-up. It's almost like everybody was, was, was helping in, helping except for the fucking Texas Rangers. And John Daniel, John Daniel's piece of shit. Hey, <laughs> he had season ticket holders to worry about. I, I do love that we can hold that over them for the rest of their lives, and I, I don't know if he would he would answer that the same way uh, if he'd ever do it again. But I mean, so, but but like, but I mean, that's but that was just cool. Like what Tampa did for us, what the uh, and then yeah, what the, the Mets just yeah took a day off and really and like went and it wasn't just a PR thing. They went in the city and helped. Like they were, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll never forget that. So yeah, exactly. Shout out to the Mets. Uh, they've got they've got a good manager, a, a good loyal manager that won't open his mouth. Uh, <laughs> that's, such a, that's such a good burn, and I, I I appreciate that on so many levels. But like, but I mean, but but Carlos Beltran was a lot. He was a lot more Carlos Carlos Beltran, and I I and I'm saying this. Uh, you know, Sans, any uh, Sans, however you want to say it, Sans, Sans, I don't know how you want to Malibu Sans, however you want to say it, any uh, cheating stuff. Carlos Beltran was a, a very important part of that 2017 team. The the coaching he did from the bench, the the de facto bench coach, the hitting coach, the, the just what he brought other than trash cans and cheating method- methodology was uh, – <laughs> What, what I mean was was part of the reason that they won the World Series in my, in, in my opinion. Yeah, no, he and he and the the way that I mean, I'm trying to think of who was the catcher before Brian McCann. Gaddis. It was. Yeah, you're right. Quintero. <laughs> I mean, it was. I, don't know. I was thinking it was like was it Humberto? Was it um, was it Humberto Quintero? I said Quintero. I don't know. I don't. Castro? I mean, to go to go from someone. And and God bless Jason Castro, Johnny Shitdick, and, and still the weirdest name. Still the weirdest thing. People love that. I don't even know. I don't even know why he's named that. Because <laughs> it's so, it's it's so disrespectful. I think that's why people like. I him. didn't even. I didn't. It was. I didn't even hate him. He was just fine. He was very frustrating. <laughs> I, I was, and I was all but assured he was going to come back here. I was gonna be like, we're going to have to deal with this. <laughs> I was actually even excited for it. I was like, "But hey, you know what? A Jason Castro in the eight hole is a whole different thing than Jason Castro, cleanup hitter, <laughs> best yeah, three, be, three be, best hitter in your lineup, best best player on your team." Uh, but but I mean, to, to go from the the and Evan Gaddis, he, I mean, yes, he was a catcher, and he sort deserves of. he deserves his place in Astros lore. But but to go from Gaddis and whoever. No, it, it was Cantero. We didn't have a catcher because when because when Castro left, that was I mean there was there was the the crop. There was the uh, Max Stasi. Yeah, that was the 2012. Yes, Chris but we, Carter Stasi trade. But we didn't. But we didn't know. No, but I'm saying we didn't know. We didn't really have a catcher, and that's why I think that's where the Gaddis experiment came from. I mean, before and that's before we got McCann. You're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Gaddis was no. They, I mean, they had to get McCann because we didn't. I mean, Cantero was it. We we lost Castro, and that was it. It was all backup catchers. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then there was no reason not to go. The I mean, you don't have to to pay whoever. I mean, there was Eric Kratz, you know, and and he of course fell down on purpose on I, opening. Day. Which which I which this is a this is a very a this is a very disputed event. I fucking love it. I love that he took a bet and did that. I absolutely hate it. Why? Uh, I, Why? I, I, That's fun. 
It's disrespectful. <laughs> on opening day, it's disrespectful. That's hilarious. That uh, by all accounts, James, that is hilarious. Don't be don't be anti fun. That was the, the Eric Kratz falling down on purpose on opening day of 2016. After you make the playoffs for the first time in 10 years, like that's that was response. That, that's that, that's when all that that's when that's call. when you should never do it, which makes it comedy gold. That that is the cause of 60 losses that season, guaranteed. Oh, okay, all right. Well, fair fair enough. I I I, I love it. Um, I, I love that. He was so irrelevant that that's the, the most relevant thing that he did. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. That should be what Eric Kratz is known for. Which, make, which makes me like it more because he was just like, fuck it. Like, I don't, I don't matter. Like, I'm just going to do that. And like, it, I mean, that's, think of how much they were laughing in the clubhouse. Like, that was just, the, the fact that he did that on that stage is incredible to me. And, and, and granted, I'm a, I'm, 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 qu- I'm a quasi clown. So like, that's, that's, that's playing, that's playing into my wheelhouse. But I, I, I fucking loved it. No, that's that's actually a fair point. That's a good point. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, so it, it hasn't been all bad. It's been pretty good here as, as in, in Astros lore. Well, I mean, we're we're riding on the coattails of of three hundred win seasons, and and it wasn't. It, it definitely was not all good. I mean, you had you had Mark Appel, you had Brady Aiken, you know, you you had. I mean, the and we've talked about this a lot before that. That this rebuild, if, if you're following the Astros blueprint, it does not go to plan. It, it's, it's not what you think it's going to be. You've got 0.0 ratings. You miss on two of your three number one overall picks. Like It, it, it was just a perfect storm of, of just random crap that that happened to work out. And, and I mean, if that doesn't... Well, I don't know about random crap that happened to work out. I, I think that the, the, the what, the, what separated the Astros was that... that I mean, baseball happened. Uh, picks aren't always going to pan out. I think that they nailed it on a higher percentage than anybody else has nailed it. And, and, we're, and, we're, and we're talking, and we're, you know, you're talking, uh, you know, snagging McCullers. You get, you get, you luck into Bregman. Yeah, a, a cornerstone of your lineup. Game. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, Appel like that, those, those are Brady Aiken and Mark Appel are two two baseball tragedies, and I and I feel sorry for the both of them. I, I do too, and, and I saw recently that like Brady Aiken is going to step away from baseball, similarly yeah. to to Mark Appel. But but I, I mean, everyone talks about like the number one overall picks that don't make it. They don't. There hasn't been a situation where where it, that happened in two consecutive years. That but that's how good Mark Appel was. Like that's and that's how that's how highly touted he was. Was that he he goes back to he was it would have been the number one overall pick. Goes back to goes back to pitch at Stanford and uh and and, and is the consensus number one overall again. Yeah, like, no, that's true. You know, I mean, I I, I can't I can't event. fault anybody I can't fault anybody for uh for for thinking that he's going to pan out. I mean, he had all the makings, had all the had all the the intangibles, if you will. I mean, both both picks are defensible. It's not like they were risky picks. You know, as far as like general consensus goes, but it, it just shows that, man. And I mean, you don't you don't want to say that the draft is a crapshoot. I mean, a part of the reason the the Astros got Grinky was because of like Josh Rojas, and he was like a thirty sixth round pick. I mean, it, it, it it's a top to bottom. It's not your first pick. It's not the NFL. It's not the NBA. It's what do you do? What forty guys do you pick? You know that year. 
that that set you apart from everybody else. Well, that's why I mean, I mean, and that's what they got. I mean, that's where they separated themselves. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a bunch. It wasn't a bunch of Phil Nevins. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I, uh, JD Brian, Brian Bogusevics. No offense, but he. God bless him. JD Martinez was a, a much more important pick than than freaking Phil Nevin. Right, but I mean, but you get to you get your Jose Alt- Jose Altuve's who you sign and you know you sign in in an international signing. I guess that's what he was. Yeah, for fifteen grand or whatever. Uh, I mean, yeah, okay. So you got an MVP, a cornerstone of your of your team, and then you get then you hit with Carlos Correa, and I guess that's I guess that's you. Yeah, you hit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even back off that. Yeah, you hit with Carlos Correa. He's a superstar if he stays healthy. He's loved and hated. I, did you think Carlos Correa would be this polarizing of a player? And is it is it Daniela's fault? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, okay, not- if if he was if he was single and Daniela didn't exist, I think he gets a little more leeway with some of these injury things. And like it would be a question that we'd be talking about, but I I don't think he'd be thrown under the bus as quickly. And I it's and it's unf- and it's and it's unf- and it's completely unfair. And it was that it was the stupid video and the massage and the broken rib and that kind of thing. If there's no Daniela, I don't think that that little seed gets planted that he's a little a, a little yeah yeah. Because uh, because I, I, I don't think I don't think he's soft. I, his but his bo- his body might be. His back definitely is absolutely like. Like a, a carton of eggs. I mean, that's that's all there is to it. But like, but when he was when he was back and he was making some of those throws where they were like they're like ninety eight mile an hour throws from shortstop, and they're just like I was just like, yeah, I my bad. You're the you, Carlos. Some of the plays he was making, just like yeah, you're the best. Like I, I don't know why, I don't know why we ever question you when you're on the field. You're fucking incredible. And somehow, but it got blurred for a second where we for, and I say we, and I and I'm just looping all Astros fans in because I I know you and. Me and you and me, you and I. I don't. It's you and me. I don't think you're supposed to say it, and I. But um, we 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 we've always said that Carlos was on the field. He was one of the best players in the game, and and the numbers back that up. But uh, but it, it got blurred to where his his injury pr- pr- being prone to uh, injuries and stuff was like bleeding into his actual production, which was not the case other than 2018 when he was not ready to come back and he came back. That was the only time where he was hurt and he was not himself, and we and you could see it on the field. Other than that, when he was on the field, Carlos Correa was as good as anybody, and is one of the greatest postseason players in Astros franchise history already. Already. I, I, uh, yes and no. He, why he has he has more big hits. He has more RBIs. I mean, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's done. He's done more. He's done more than Bagwell and Biggio combined. Well, I mean. So so then you then. And I are- you and I are combined like three. But then, so but then, then how? Then how? Right. But then, how is he? But but still, just by letter of the law, how is he not one of the best Astros players in franchise history? No, I I think he is. I and but I, I think the the when he's on the field argument is a little bit skewed because he's been on the field for half of the regular season games in the last two. Years. Well, but I'm talking postseason right now. Well, uh, how, I mean, I said 2018 was a shit show, but Carlos Correa in 2017 and Carlos Correa th- this past season was as invaluable as anybody. He he drew a, a an awful lot of nice walks. 
you know, in, in the in the postseason, and and not and, to mention yeah. a walk off home run to win a game, and uh... yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, he's 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 a again when he's on the field, he's a generational talent. He's not on the field a ton lately, and and I we we haven't talked about the whole like rumor that he'd get traded to the Mets. You know, we 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 we. Intended I, talk, to talk I, st- about I that. still, I still think, I still think it happens. I still think it's out there. I mean, the, I, the Mets and the Red, the Reds is the Reds was the scuttlebug I was hearing. If someone, if someone, if, I mean, if you were looking to to sell high at a at what is basically like a sell low uh, scenario, I don't know the the McKenzie Astros wouldn't do that. I mean, the, Correa has has not shown for for going on three years. That he can stay on the field for for a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty, hundred and forty games. But he's also but he's also so good that teams would be foolish not to consider taking a chance but I, on, I, on a play I, like that because he because if he if he does get that stuff straightened out and he does stay on the field, you just got yourself a potential MVP, just cornerstone of your uh, of you, of your lineup, and then you just changed your franchise depending on you know what your team's what, what's going on with your team. But I mean, a, you're right. You say I mean he is a genera- generational talent. So uh, I mean, so it's 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 potential for a mutually beneficial deal. Um, I'm not pro. I'm not pro Carlos Correa. But if a deal comes across the board, and I'm and I can you know weigh out the pros and cons, I'm not I'm not against it either. Well, we all. I mean, I like Carlos Correa. Yeah. I, I like him. I, I like him. Um, he's he came up through the team. I, I saw him play in Corpus. Uh, he was the uh, just hearing his name when they drafted him. Just hearing when Carlos Correa was going to come up. It, th- that was a time when it was exciting to to look at the minor leagues, to look at to, as an Astros fan, you know. So I I still oh, yeah. I still there's still some nostalgia, and 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 that's not and that's all postseason success and World Series and all that aside. There's still just. He's one. He's one of our guys. They didn't go pay money. It wasn't a free agent deal. He came up through the ranks as you know. The draft is seventeen-year-old, you know, Puerto Rican, and uh, that sounded more racist than it was. Seventeen-year-old Puerto Rican. Uh, but so I mean, I, I I have a soft place in my heart for Carlos, and I and I hope he ends his career here with a thousand home runs. Well, I mean, I mean, Correa was the first, the the, the first number one overall pick, right? Uh, of this era, so of course there's going to be some uh, some nostalgia there. I I look at at the nature of his injuries. I mean, you know, and, and we've talked about his previous injuries. You know, he he broke his leg sliding. That happens. He tore a ligament in his thumb sliding. That happens. When your back goes out and you're 25, like that's that's a cause for concern. Like a degenerative back. It, it looks like it's just like nothing he did. It's just like a, def- a defective back. A, 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 you know. And that's not what you're looking for. I mean, if 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 you know that you're if you went into 2020 saying the the 80 games that we get out of Carlos Correa they're going to be great, would would you would you explore an alternative if you knew you were only going to get him for 80 regular season games? Of course. Yeah. Of course. So it's. It, not, I mean, that's not. It's a no brainer. Not not even being a McKenzie organization like the Astros, any organization on earth is <laughs> is, is is looking at that. That's not a, that's not enough that's not enough for a superstar starting shortstop. And you're in I don't know is this year 3 of arbitration? Uh, arbitration yes. 4, I don't know something like that. So I mean you're getting you're getting where you have to pay the piper or not. Um so I mean yeah, there's a bunch of things you can weigh in. 
way out. So would you rather would you rather pay Springer or Correa? A thirty year old Springer or a twenty six year old Correa? Um, I mean, off the cuff, what to put to put in to put it like that, where it's like you can do one or the other. That's tough. I I, I think George. I think Spr- that's where the Astros are. Like, I, I, I like think George Springer. George Spr- George Springer has has earned that contract. And I and I and I think that when we've talked about this before, I think that George, you get the most out of George Springer in Houston with this team, where he's comfortable with this ballpark. I think that it's mutually beneficial for both for George Springer to uh, to get the most out of him. And you know, and, and if he didn't go down with injury, he's in the he's in the MVP candidate uh, the you know candidate talk uh, for this past season. George Springer has been incredible. He. He seems to be cutting down on some of those on on, on some of the, the the long durations without with hitting well. He seems to be cutting those out some to where he's at least yep. hitting for power. Uh, he's yep. he's been improving. I, to, to pick one of the others, tough, but I, I I go I go I go George Springer. I, th- I think I do too, just because of the uh, not just the injury. They've both been hurt. But no, but but George Springer just got hurt because he the way he plays and it just it just happens. I don't yeah, think Springer's, um, Springer's out because he he dove for a ball and hit his head. Right. I mean, Correa's out for six weeks because he swung a bat wrong. And and like, I know that, I, that's what bothers me. Yeah, and and I'd argue that a thirty year old Springer is the same as a degenerative twenty six year old Carlos Correa. That's the same. That's the same. That's probably the same playing age, if if not even younger for Springer. I agree with that, um, but it's probably not. It's probably not fair, and this is all speculation. So I mean, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that George Springer's done enough to get paid, and the way they they paid Altuve, obviously they paid Bregman early. I, uh, Springer deserves that money. Well, well and, he, and he's and he's and, and he's gonna he's gonna get it. Somebody's gonna pay him, but I, I think I, I think it would be yes, would be remiss if they if they weren't the ones that, to, to do it. I, I think that's true, and 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 you said it like, and I think we were saying it at the same time. But if the Astros don't pay Springer, somebody will. Like he's gonna get that contract, and and it, it might not be from the Astros, but but if and and I do believe the Astros are in a a pick and choose who you extend uh, situation, just given the nature of of payroll and the extensions they've already handed out. Who's who's the best bet for? For being on the field and, and giving you value, I, I, I there's no way you don't say Springer at this point over Correa. And also, and this is hundred oh, percent. And also, this is probably unfair, but and it's not even a personality thing. I don't. I have no qualms with with Carlos Correa. But doesn't it? Wouldn't it hurt to see George Springer shining in another uniform? And and with Carlos Correa, I, you know what? It, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. That's, Pick, that's picture, picture George Springer hitting a big home run in the Yankee pinstripes, and then picture Correa. <laughs> oh, God. That hurts a lot. The Springer home run hurts a lot more than watching Correa doing it because it's something we all expected anyway. I was, I was ready to to say like Springer hitting a home run in like a Giants uniform, and that would hurt. But any, but just, no, any uniform would hurt. Just seeing Spr- Springer is so synonymous with the Astros, at least the way I view them. Um, that to see him in another uniform doing anything would like hurt my heart. <laughs> he was, and a lot of players don't first, have that. He was Springer was the first guy with like a capital G to to come up, and like I still remember like I found out my my wife brought 
our daughter up to, to where I worked at the time and, or, and she, or she was about to, and, and the news broke that Springer was coming up and, and like she put her in a, in like a different Astro shirt just because it was Springer day. And like, I remember that shirt and like, I'm, I'm looking at it like right now, like I, I see that shirt and it's, it's been five years and, and I don't, I mean, I remember I was at Carlos Correa's first home game. That was the King Felix destruction game. Oh yeah. But there's something about Springer that I'm just more attached to than he, Correa. He is, he, and he's, he's infectious and it's just, the, it's the way he plays the game. And like Carlos Correa plays hard too. Like Carlos Correa loves baseball. He plays with fire. So like, I don't want this to come across as anti Carlos Correa cause it's really not. Right, it's, it's more right. it's more pro it's more pro Springer because Carlos Correa like when he's out there and just and, and the reaction when Carlos hit the home run and in the game five in 2017 and just and even even his reaction after the walk off in the in the ALCS this year like Carlos Correa loves baseball and he loves out yeah. there competing and like that's never been in question um, no. but just something about Springer I I remember when they when they drafted him and I had watched him for whatever reason watched him play a few games at at, at UConn. And I was familiar with him, and I was just like, "Ooh, this guy!" I was watching a highlight reel or something. I was just excited. I was like, "This guy's, this George Springer's guy got some potential." I had no idea what kind of potential. Like I didn't, I didn't. He, I, he, he exceeded far exceeded what I even imagined what he could ever be. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. And and, and that goes and that goes for Jose Altuve and pretty much everybody on that team. So that that I think that that's the thing that that makes it tough is like these. Like the lovable underdogs that ever just came together to exceed everybody's expectation and and win a championship is being clouded with this thing that that, that they, by all accounts, brought upon themselves. But that's what. Yes. But that's what sucks because they were going from like being America's team because they were all likable and underdogs, and then all of a sudden it flipped, and like all of a sudden you're the villain, and that's and that's how it works. That's yeah. just, that's just society. That's just how when you you know, heavy is the crown, but um, but that that's what's tough because it was like we were winning, we felt good. All of these guys were good dudes. They played hard. They were lovable. Like we had it all. Stuff, like <laughs> we, community. Yeah, yeah, we had it all. And now it's like <laughs> we are the most hated franchise, maybe in any sport right now. We we have the uh, the the crosshairs are on us. Yeah, no, and, and how the Yankees can sign Garrett Cole to a million dollars a start for the next eight years, and and not, and still not be the most hated team in baseball like that that just shows what a visceral reaction the Astros have provided for for basically the the non Astros fan base. Like it, it's just it's incredible that we had Yankees fans all up in our mentions about the Astros buying their team. And then this happens and the, and the Yankees still signed Garrett Cole for a, a literal third of a billion dollars. And, and no one's calling the Yankees out for, for hypocrisy or for their bull crap. Well, no, cause they're uh, used that, to it. They, they've lived, they've lived, they've lived for decades with that villainy. So I, I think that like it's, people are almost tired of it. They're just like, uh, it's like the Patriots. They're yeah, just like, yeah, no, we I hate the Patriots. Oh, I hate them. But like, well, they're not going to fixate on it. The Astros are new, and it's this new thing, and the Yankees are giving them something to bitch about. It's just it's something that uh, I don't know, man. It really I, – I haven't, I haven't seen baseball fans this galvanized and mad at something in a fucking really long time. 
I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously, and I and I don't I don't think it's all warranted. I think that there's a lot of false information. I think there's a lot. It's a lot of people just on Twitter yelling, not really understanding the intricacies of it. And some people do, and they're just going to yell that hey, they're cheating, bang bang, because it's hilarious. And that's the, you know, that's the. Uh, the bed that they have to uh, they have to lay in, and we and we and we do as fans too. We just have to hear it, just even though it's absolutely stupid. But such an easy joke. When the Astros, if the Astros come out and start off like five and zero, oh, I mean the trash can jokes are the the trash can jokes are going to be. There. I don't, you know what? I don't care. Then come, yeah, come out and towards the world because I'd rather just be. I'd rather hear that than have them struggling and then hear the opposite, like oh the trash cans must not be working. It's like no, yeah, the trash cans yeah. weren't working when they were working. Go look at the numbers. Yeah, um, did, nah, you, yeah. did you happen to see that? And we'll wrap this up here. I know you got to get to get to sleep, my precious. You have to get so to sleep. Um, did you happen to see the the video that was? I don't remember who did it. It was they. John Boy was a guest, but it was baseball. Um, I don't I don't remember who did it, and I wish I had had come up with that before I said something. But they <laughs> they uh, they dug in. To all of the um, all the games in 2017, and basically tried to find any any correlation with the cheating and success. And basically, the, their conclusion was that there there's no conclusion that they that the cheating did anything other than the fact that they were do other than the fact that they were doing it doesn't make it doesn't make it doesn't you know take it away that it's wrong but the fact that like there was no like the the Astros did not I and I and I stand by this that they did not they w- did not win the World Series because they cheated I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this I I suspected my first year of teaching I suspected that there were a couple students that were that were cheating and and we had a test and I put a quote-unquote answer key on top of my cart in the middle of the room and it was not the correct answer key to the actual test that they were about to take, but I just left it there, and, and and I went to the bathroom and I came back and they took the test and and when I graded it, like they got they they got like a twelve percent these two students, but when I matched it against the the other answer key, like it was it was basically like they missed one to make it look real or whatever, right? Like against against the. I guess the fake answer key it was like ninety seven percent, but they cheated. But it it didn't help. It doesn't change the fact that that something was something was weird. But it it didn't help them. Now whether that is a is still like an indictment, I don't I don't know. Well, no, it it but, is, and that's what I, that's not what I was that's not what I was saying. But I I think that that that, that goes a long way into. When people are just the Dodgers fans, like we would have won if they weren't doing that. That's that's not the case. I mean, the home and road, the home and road splits, and I mean, we and, we and again, we don't have all the information, and we will, but we know that like not all players were using this, and that uh, you know Pete Rose came out and had talked about how hell I, he didn't he wouldn't want to know what was coming, and, and that a lot of players were like that, and I, I tend to agree with that. That I I think I would be maybe a, a split second too slow processing knowing what pitch was coming than than just seeing the ball seeing the spin and reacting like you normally do that you've been doing your entire life and your entire career so to to do something yeah. differently now I'm not saying and, and like and, and that it, that could have just been like 
this off-speed pitch is coming. Get your bat ready to foul it off so you can tee off on a fastball. And I think that that was probably what the case was. Yeah, no, yeah. But um, yeah. but like, but they weren't. But they weren't just sitting here like when the trash can bang. They weren't batting a thousand with seven hundred home runs, and that they were just running around the bases like the the old cartoon where the guys are just <laughs> going around the bases. So I don't know, yeah, man. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm careful to to not. To, I don't want to rationalize it, but I also I want to make the the point that it's not. You know, I I don't know what the point I want to make is. It's just it's just freaking complicated, and and that's that's basically sums up being an Astros fan. Like it's just, are you an Astros fan? Why? Well, it's complicated. Like, or, or it's, it's not. but it's like, it's, it's not complicated. It's a tough time to be it, but it's just like it's like the not to equate it with this, but it's just like the people that are going around wearing their MAGA hats. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what it feels like. I feel like we're we're wearing the baseball equivalent of a MAGA hat. God dang, that's good, and that's exactly like. Why do you why do you think that? I don't know. Yeah, and like, like teenagers are stealing our hats and Whataburgers, and they're putting it on TikTok for <laughs> fucking viral videos. <laughs> Give my Astros hat back! No, it's a new country now. It's a new league now, buddy. And Manfred's joining in. I don't know. You know what? All right, to to, to wrap this up, it's been the uh, the best of times, the worst of times. <laughs> A hell of a decade. I mean, for a hell of a decade. Sure. And you know what? We got a World Series. We've we've been back to the LCS twice. I mean, back to the World Series and in the LCS twice. Like, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's been the best time to be a fan. And anybody who says otherwise is a fucking dope. It should have been at least one more, either 2018 or 2019. There should have been two World Series minimum. All right, and here here I am to close this out for 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 2019. The Astros will win the 2020 world series and and just fucking make it rain on everybody and it'll be absolutely incredible pure relation yeah your 2020 world series champions are the houston astros